You're listening to A Little Happy Podcast, weekly conversations about marriage, kids, work, friendships, and the pursuit of living an authentic life. A Little Happy Podcast, where small moments make a big life. Hi, Mary Susan. Hi. Oh my gosh, here we are. Here we are. Giddy up. Let's go. Giddy up. Officially launched on a little happy podcast. Can you believe it? I love it. We like it's the best. We have been trying to come up with a name uh, like forever. And then all of a sudden, voila. I know. It has been such a labor of love and tons, like you said, tons of incredible conversations that we've had. And we did it. I love it. So yes, Natty, walk us through how we got to a little happy podcast. Well, it was last week that you and I were talking about, I can't even remember how it came up, but we were talking about it on the podcast and the idea that uh, of, a li- of a little happy, of little happies that my, my um, actually it's that my mom um, used to and still does with us today um, with me and my siblings where you know, if, if uh, one of us was having a hard, hard day or um, if we just needed a little happy in our lives, you know, she would drop off like flowers or send us a note. Um, and it just was a reminder that you can always use just a little happy. You don't need a ton of it all the time, but you can always have a little bit of it. And that totally resonated with you and me, didn't it? It did. So like I stole that, right? So <laughs> I'm like, what? That's amazing because... I always say, like, I just sent um, my daughters all who don't live with me. My one is launched, and I've said before, Susanna is an adult. She lives in Atlanta working, being awesome. And then my college daughter, I sent them all Valentine's Day, and I wrote on the card a little happy. Um, Love you, Mom. So it's already been, I hope you don't have a copyright or a patent because I've already stolen it. That's hilarious. Well, actually, in fact, when we came up with the title, of the podcast, I texted my mom and my sister and I said, oh my gosh, this is the name of the podcast, A Little Happy. And I said, mom, it's a nod to all of the ways that you would always let us know that you're thinking about us, you know, whether we were little or now as grownups. And so I've used it in my life. I think it's wonderful. We hope that you share it um, as well. Just share a little happy every day. And here we are on A Little Happy Podcast. We are so glad you're with us. We are. I'm so happy. I'm just like, we're getting such amazing feedback. And I can't tell you how much it means when people reach out to us and something resonates because Natty and I are committed to just sharing our authentic selves or our authentic lives. It's really transforming um, in our lives and, and to share that in the hope that it resonates and helps others and brings, brings anyone a little happy. Yeah, it's awesome. So what are we talking about today? Ooh, I love this one. Today's episode, uh, we're calling it Conversations with Our Younger Selves. Um, You know, so last week we started with the question, what would you say to to your younger self? And that got us thinking more about the the overall topic and the importance of self-talk, lessons learned uh, along the way. So that's what we're going to talk about this episode. I know. It is incredible how just that one, you know, we went unscripted, off script last week, and it was... So fun. But that one question I felt like definitely gave me a moment to pause um, to think about, you know, these conversations with our younger self. It's um, it has been I don't know. I've thought about it a lot since we last talked, Mary Susan. Have you done any more reflection of what that conversation would look like for you, like having a conversation with your younger self? 
Yeah, you know, I think the thing is, we always think as we age, we should become wiser. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like, I always think I'm going to be like this totally evolved, um, you know, wise person. But the truth is, you know, life just keeps coming at you, right? (laughs) And it doesn't ever slow down. And it's always something all the time. And I think what I had figured out, much like the Little Happy podcast, is there's you know, you, you're not, you don't get to be wise all the time. There are, mm. there's, there's like little wisdoms that you have the opportunity to display and whether or not you do it at the appropriate time. That's what my reflection was. Will I be able to apply the wisdom I need at the moment I should apply it or will I fail at it? Mm. What'd um, you come up with? Well, today I failed. I failed at it today. <laughs> Tell me. Well, you know, um, like we shared on form, on on previous podcasts, I'm helping care for my mother, my 82 year old mother, after a very devastating stroke she had uh, over the summer, and so she doesn't drive anymore. So I was driving her to an appointment she needs to get to, and I have to drive her car because I drive an SUV and she can't get in it; it's too tall. So I drive her car, which is lower to the ground. Well, when I got in it, there was not a whole lot of gas. So we were running tight on time and I pulled into a gas station. And what you need to know about me, there are not many things that I really like. I don't really care about like stuff that much or mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like nice things, but I have this pair of sunglasses that I love mm-hmm. and I take good care of them and they go in their case and I take <laughs> good care of them. Right. It's and simple. Come on. I'm, Yes, and we were tight on time, and my mom, God bless her heart, said she would like to try to pump the gas today just to feel a little bit independent. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking my heart's starting to race, like, we have to be there. Oh, my God, this is going to take forever. So she gets out, and she's on a walker, but she's, you know, she's kind of holding onto the car, and she was like, I can't get the gas cap undone. Mm-hmm. And this is when the the wisdom should have sunk deep in my bones, Natty. And I should have said, this is that moment. This is the moment that I should show some wisdom. And instead, I was like, under my breath, I was like, good God, Mom. <laughs> Not to her, but to myself. Sure. And I flung my door open and my sunglasses flew on the ground and the truck coming through ran them over. No. And I was like, there you go, people. There you go. That was, you know, that was a little like, yeah, I kind of got what I had coming to me. But, I, you know, I, I just think, I just think if we can all just be gentler to ourselves and mm-hmm. let ourselves off the hook. And you helped me realize that, like, after I, you know, talked to you and shared with you, you're like, oh, my God, catch yourself some slack, right? Right. But, like, that's so much easier said than done, right? Because in the moment, you had you were saying, like, you know, in the moment, you should have, you know, like, leaned on your more, more wisdom, you know, something that was a little wiser. But in the moment, you're, you feel rushed, you feel stressed, you want to make sure your mom's okay. Like, it's so much easier said than done uh, to... Uh, be able to pull some of the like things we learn from our former selves, our past selves, like to apply to life today. Like, come on, give yourself some grace. And I'm sorry about your sunglasses. I know. Well, you know, I had what was coming to me. So what are you going to do? But I was like, oh, what? What? No, right. no. Um, like I scooped him up and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my sunglasses. No, no please. Um, Mom, I mustn't. I mean, I get it though. It's, 
and you know, like it's it's funny. I mean, I'm glad that you're okay. I'm not glad that your sunglasses are not okay. But like, those are little happies for you, right? Your sunglasses, and now you're yes. like, saying it. You know, gosh darn it. But I get it. Yes, I mean, um, so you know, the question was, you know, what would I tell my younger self? And I would say, self, it's going to be hard. And it's always mm. going to be something and it's going to mm-hmm. be challenging and you're going to get tired and you are going to get knocked down, but you will always get up again. You will always get up again. It just might be with your hair going every which way with broken sunglasses, you know, crooked yeah. on your face and leaves coming out of like what, you know what I mean? Right. Um, like it may not be pretty, but you're always going to get back up. So show yourself some grace. Right. What right. about you? What would you tell a younger natty? Well, you know, we, we started in on this last week and I love the idea, um, of conversations with my younger self. In fact, I'm in a bit of an exercise, like formally with my therapist, I've been doing that recently. And it's been really, it's been fun. It's been enlightening. It's been healing on things. You know, I think it's inter- It's always great to have the opportunity to reflect back on things that I've done or, um, the way that I would approach life and realize that I have the choice to like, maybe make it, maybe change it up a bit, you know? Uh Um, but you mentioned it earlier and I think I said it last week that, you know, just like, what would I tell my younger self is just like, don't take yourself so seriously, you know, like, like the idea that like, like, I'm not like, like I say this, like with a lot of compassion for myself, but like, I'm not that big of a deal. Meaning the things that I do, I mean, the, you know, the decisions that I make for myself and my family are big deals because they, they affect other humans. Right. But like, but the fact that I'm not the only one, like I'm not unique in the fact that I make decisions for myself, for my family, other people are doing it all the time. Right. Um, But I'm so like, it's just providing some of that like levity and reality. I think providing some reality that like, I'm not, I'm not the only one. Um, so, so I have a, can easy. I ask you, can I ask you a question on that? Cause we've actually never talked about this subject. Like where I'm learning as I go, do you, I mean, this is interesting cause you're the oldest mm-hmm. out of your group, out of your siblings. I'm the youngest. So do you, is it easy for you or hard for you to laugh at yourself? Oh, um, that's a good question. I think, I think it's easier now because I've been more intentional. I've had, you know, you, you, as you grow up, you know, you have like, life come at you. And when I have found as being a grown up, like life coming at me is harder now than life Uh coming at me when I was like in middle school or like as a kid, you know? And so I think before I wouldn't have laughed at myself so much because I thought I was a big deal, you know, like, (laughs) and I didn't want, and I didn't want the, like, the, the like mirror to break, right? Like I didn't want people to see it, see me for who I am. Or oh my God. That's I'm... so much pressure though, Natty. Oh, well, yeah. And sister, I learned it the hard way, right? Yeah. Like when all of a sudden you can't really, you, you can't really fake it, you know, or you can't really, you can't really have it all together, whatever that is. And so I have, there has been so much pressure that has lifted um, by being able to laugh at myself. Now I could laugh at myself in a situation that would make me feel good. But like, if I was, if I'd really messed up about something, you know, it was a lot harder for me to do that. What about you? Well, you know, I think having an older brother, that's about four and a half years older. Like I was shoved in the closet. I was 
like, uh, you know, I don't know, duct tape to a tree. Like, <laughs> you know, I think we get, I got used to, I do think younger siblings and I, I look at this with my own birth order of my kids and I'm married to an oldest too, is I think you just kind of get used to like being t- t- taken down when, yeah. you, when you have older siblings. Right. So you're kind of like, you're, you're, you like you kind of go into adulthood like what you got I mean my yeah. brother my my brother duct take me to your church you know what I mean yeah um so I think <laughs> it's a little bit easier um not all the time and I relate to the image thing I mean that's really like kind of a culture thing maybe when your kids are in school I felt that way I don't know if the other people did but the pressure you know that your kid wears the right thing and they're in the right the right programs or the right you know sports and mm-hmm. I just think that's kind of like 30s right and then and then um then you get back to like laughing at yourself I mean right well um, so I, I do think it's kind of like it is it is it's a process is what it is oh dang it is and you mentioned you know we've talked about our age difference and it is, you're just enough ahead for me to realize that I can right? that, like that I can laugh at myself or not take this so seriously or even better. And I'm realizing this, everything has a solution. It may not be the solution I want, but it has a solution. And so I think that when I think back to, to how I would relay that to a younger version of myself, um, you know, is just be pa- be patient. We talked about that last week, but like be patient and know that, um, it may not, I think it's also the expectation stuff. Like it may not look exactly how you thought it was going to look. Yeah. And, oh, it never does. I mean, like, hello. I mean, any family meal, any family celebrate, does it ever go the way you think it, it, you know, but I mean, God bless me for always having hope that it might. Right. Right. But like the dog eats the cake or somebody (laughs) like, I don't, Zach, you know, like I, Zach, like, you know, forgets to pick up the, I mean, I don't know. It's life, right? Yeah. Um, I know. So, you know. Do you have, I'm wondering, cause you said something that kind of jogged my memory, you mm. know, do you play any like tapes back to yourself? Is that something that you, you'll like in bed or during quiet Ugh. time or when you work out, do you play those? Okay. I wish I would have. How could I, have? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that something you experience? Yeah. Like the shoulda, woulda, coulda yeah. discussions. Right. Yes. And for me, I'll tell you, like, I have had moments where I have been productive in reflection that way. And I have had moments where I have gone down in that way. You know what I mean? Like where I've played back a situation, let's say a conversation I had with a family member or something I would, I should have done at work differently or the way I parented like my kids that day. And sometimes I can get really caught in like the negative self-talk like, Oh, you should have done that so much better. Or you should have seen it coming. Or, um, why didn't, why, why didn't you take a breath before you snapped at your kids or why did, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I very quickly can find myself in, a spot where I'm not really very self-compassionate at all. There's not a lot of empathy for Natty at that point. And I have realized with help and with having conversations like this with other people that that's like not productive at all. 
No, and I think you said something really, really powerful and profound is that there's another perspective to it, right? It's right. not just your perspective. Like, it's not just all about you and how you think. And, and you know, I, I mean, I experienced that today at the gas station. Once I pulled myself together and got my mom back in the car and I had to take a breath and I looked at her and I was like, it really sucks. that. How bad does it suck, mom, that you're dependent on me? Mm. And she was like, I hate it. I hate every minute. And I had to laugh because I thought I was so stuck in my perspective, right? Sure. That I just thought she thought every day with me was lovely. Isn't well, that yeah, great? Like, Isn't you... that just, I'm just so lucky that Mary Susan's driving me around. No. No. I was no. like, this is her worst <laughs> nightmare, right? Sure. Well, and like that, like for what you just said, like that you recognized it, you know, like the tape, like when I think back on like the tapes that I play back to myself, like, and, and the other thing that I know that I, um, I don't need to do if I start to get reflective of things that happened in the past is I don't need to sit with it very long by myself. Like I need to probably bring in someone else and be like, ugh, I just remembered this thing that happened and I just feel like yucky about it or I, I need to talk to you about it or whatever that like I re- that you recognize like you recognize with your mom like how does this make you feel and she's like not great and you both can be like well thank goodness it's not just me yeah and you know the thing is we all have to recognize this is our first time doing most of this stuff this is our mm-hmm. first time you know and that's why they say the baby of the family right because you're just like I've done it t- twice before I mean my older girls are like you're losing your edge with Amelia and I'm like yeah I've done this twice before it all shakes out. But, you know, I, the point is I've never done this with my mom and my mom's never been dependent on me. This is our first time around. So, so there is a lot of grace that hat, like you said, that has to exist um, when we're parenting, when we're taking care of our parents in our marriage. Mm. I mean, uh, and that never, like if anybody out there can figure out like, you know, how to have marriage without grace, let me know. (laughs) I was given some of the best advice um, when we found out that we were pregnant with our twins, which was unexpected, you know, and I think we talked about that a while ago. Um, um, And then when the, when the babies came, when, uh, and I remember one of my friends or maybe one of my, my mom's friends said, just fought, she sat Chris and I both down and she was like, please give each other space and give each other grace that some of the things that are going to come out of your mouth when you're exhausted in the middle of the night are not exactly what you mean. And that you're just, you're trying to figure it out. You're literally growing like together out loud and like live. And I remember like taking that advice and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, of course, whatever. And, but really feeling that, like, I think, for, for me and my marriage and my friendships too. Like my, I don't know if you've had this with friends where you're like, you play the tape back maybe with a friend and you're like, I did not handle that the right way or whatever it is. And realize that I, you, for me, like I realized I can have the opportunity to come back and say, I, th- I think I was, I think I was wrong or I think I hurt your feelings or like that, that you can give grace in relationship with, other people and with yourself like that's just so important I love like I love that like yeah I and and you know what I just just like I will say with friendships and stuff you know stress always plays a part of it you get comfortable they always say you take out on those 
your closest to, right? So you can take for granted certain relationships, but I think you're exactly right. Starting with, I think I did this wrong. I think it must've felt prickly or wrong. And if that's so, that wasn't my intention back Mm. to the intention. My intention is that I am a good friend and that I love you and I care about you. And I'm really sorry. Um, That was never my intention. So, you know, I just think, I think everybody deserves grace and obviously we're not exempt for it. Right. Cause we have to live with ourselves. We take ourselves with us. Right. Oh, man. So I wherever we go, there you are again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my right. gosh. And like how great, you know, the, you know, we're talking about conversations with our younger selves or our, you know, former selves, like how wonderful to have that perspective that you just said, you know, of being able to say, I'm sorry, or, um, I think I went about this wrong, like with yourself, like, gosh, I am just, I am sorry for the way, like for me, I, you know, I've come in where I'm like, I'm sorry I've treated you, treated me. I'm sorry I've treated us, my body, the way I've treated us. Like we need to move more. We need to eat better. We need to feel better. You know, like, like that idea of having that conversation with yourself, you know, like mm-hmm. how wonderful could that be? To give yourself up. I want to touch on that another episode because I, I think there's a lot to women learning the art of letting go, which is said easier said than done for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's a lot of self-talk that comes with that too, you know, of being able to take, being able to take what, um, what you've learned from the past, like what you were just sharing with at the very beginning of, you know, I wish I could have tapped into like my wiser self to respond in a situation like my sunglasses falling off my head and being run over by a driver, you know, like, um, that it takes some self-talk to, um, give yourself some permission to let go of stuff. So I love that. I do too. And, you know, we were, we were going to kind of hash through one of the things was we were going to talk about was lessons learned along the way. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, if you had to, you know, if you had to give one, two, three examples of kind of what those are. Um, let's do that really quickly. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think, I think I started with it um, at the beginning, which would be, you know, don't take yourself. Like the le- a lesson is that, um, that everything has a solution. Most situations I come in where I need to find a path, let's say, even if I've got myself off of a life path and I need to come back on the path, like there most almost always has been a solution. I may not be interested in what that solution is. Like I may not want it, but everything has a solution um, if I just slow down enough. So there's something about like slowing down um, and knowing that um, a big lesson for me is that I just, I've said this, I think every time we've talked is I cannot do any of this by myself. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And ask for help when needed. Yes. Like that part right there that you just said, Mary Susan, is something I have, I have, I thought I understood how to do. Um, But really, truly being able to like wave a white flag of your life and being like, I need to surrender all of this over. Like I need some serious help with stuff. Yeah. And just say it, not allude to it, not think that people are going to like, think they're going to catch on, like say the words, I need help. Yeah. And not in like, not jokingly, like be serious, you know? And I think I learned that like the difference between saying like, oh my gosh, I'm such a hot mess, which would be something I would usually say like Mm -hmm. back, but you know, and rather that say, I need help. 
Yeah. Or I need your help. I just sent mm-hmm. a text earlier today to somebody because I needed help with my youngest daughter. Uh, and the text started out with, hey there, hope you're having a great day. I need your help. Yep. Make and it clear. I outlined why. And then, of course, you're like, thank you so much. And But the trick is, no matter which way it goes, whether they can help or if they can't help, not to take it personally. It's okay. Yeah. People have lives. People have things going on. People, like I learn not to take it personally, but continue to ask for help. Oh, I know. That is the most important part, I think, is, is, I was going to say, is being able to um, ask for help. Until I would tell my younger self that, like, just use those three words all the time. Yes, all the time. All the time. I'm gonna get like a vanity plate on the car that says, Yeah, I need help. Like, yeah. because I mean, I think it's also something about like being a bit vulnerable, like putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and authentic. That I, I have learned recently that pe- people are more willing to help me or my family or whatever if I've been honest with them about stuff. Like, oh, I need help gosh. because honesty, 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 right? Right. Nobody gosh, really knows where you're harder. coming from. Yes. And it's like breaking down like the image of it all that you got it all pull, pulled together, that it's okay. But I do think it's a fine line be- between coming across like a hot mess, your words, not mine, you yep. know, that women feel like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. And actually just being pulled together, like, I feel like a hot mess. Yeah. My life is unraveling. Right. Um, I know this is a process and process sucks. There's nobody in the world that's worse than process than me. And that's the truth. I suck at process. <laughs> yeah, me but too. But saying, you know, I need help, but you don't have to like play the part. Like you can be a mess. It is a mess. Or maybe you do need to just like, like, I mean, I, God knows I've called plenty of friends and just crumbled, like hyperventilated. Oh, sure. my God. But you don't have to go about your entire day like that all the time because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Right. right. But knowing that there are people out there that want to help to help you kind of contain the mess, contain the mess. Right. Help pick it up, you know. Oh, girl. Someone it's is true. someone. Someone told me once about like, and I wish I would have told. I wish this is a lesson learned, and I wish I, I knew this as a as a younger version of myself, um, that your life, people's lives, are not burdens. You know, like I would always come about it and be like, I don't want to burden you with this, and they're like, let me help you carry it. You know, like just lighten yes. the load for you because what's going to happen is um, I'll carry some of your stuff, then you can carry some of my stuff, and then we'll just keep doing it, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's really important is to understand, too, for me to understand, it's t- it takes me time, and I'm still not very good at it, that my life and the things that I do and my family, they're not burdens. Nothing, None of this is a burden. You no, know, and I'm going to tell you, I was thinking through, scanning through my memory while you were talking about that, thinking, do I really do that? And, you know, with, with uh, my very close girlfriends, absolutely. Like you have to have that support. Right. Mm-hmm. And then poor Zach, I need to give Zach a shout out who I've been married to for, you know, a million years. I mean, he is the <laughs> person I'll call and I'm like, I'm so, so, so sorry. And oh. I have, he has no idea what I'm saying, but he says the same thing. It's going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. I just, you said I'm going to figure it out. But it's just like, <laughs> Mary Susan, we're, it's all going to be okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but you know, you have to have those people that, like you said, will carry, 
carry the load with you knowing that um knowing that it's what makes us better we need them i know and and let's be honest they like the the hope in relationship is that we need each other right so it's yes. reciprocal like i and i feel like this with you like i need you and i hope you need me you know of like course. that yes. because that's how some of this comes about i think and and you know if we're if we're framing it in the way of conversations with our younger self i think just being able to turn around and tell that younger natty that you know that you don't have to take life so seriously Give yourself some space and some grace to make mistakes and know that most of the mistakes have solutions that you will have to face and that you are not going to have to do this by yourself. Yes. Otherwise, it's super lonely. So don't try. Don't try. And there's no reason. There's no reason. No one else is out there doing it. You know what I mean? No. No. It is a super lonely place thinking that you can do it on your own. So like, take it from us. Like, don't try. Don't, don't do it. I know. Just don't do it. <laughs> well, right. and I hope that this conversation, this has been a fun one. Um, I hope that it resonates with people, you know, that I feel like the common theme that we continue, or at least I continue to come out of these conversations with you, Mary Susan, is that I do not have to do any of it by myself. I've said it like five times today. And maybe it's a, maybe it's a reminder I need for myself today. I don't know. But, um, but it is, um, it is really great to be able to have some of these conversations out loud um, with you. And we've covered a ton of stuff today. I want, I want to, I'm excited to come back, go back and listen to it to pick out all the other things. I think we just have episode after episode after episode of stuff. So yes, we are going to pick through it and we're going to, we're going to talk about it all. I mean, we're going to show up, we're going to share, we're going to be authentic. Um, and we're going to find a little happy together along the way. So, Natty, thank you for leading us through uh, today. I'm always so grateful for you. I want to end every podcast for saying what a light you are um, in my life and out in the world. And I'm so grateful for your friendship and for the opportunity to share over this podcast. Um, so why don't you sign us off until we're back next week? Well, Mary Susan, thanks for sharing that. It is It is a wonderful reminder that we get to say those things out loud. And I feel the same way about you. I feel the same way about a lot of the people, families who have started to listen to us. Um, We're so glad that you have found us on a little happy podcast and we cannot wait to continue to promote and push uh, content out here. So thanks for spending some time with us today. Be kind and gentle to yourself this week. And we hope that you find a little happy along the way. We'll chat again soon. (laughs) 